I need to watch my mouth? Yeah. You, you need to watch the show. I do and say whatever I want to whomever I please. Episode 49 of the Geek Generation. I am here in studio joined by Brian Lipsitz and Mike Volpe. All right. How you doing? Yeah. We're all here. We are here. It's an exciting day for us. We're going to be here for a long time. Of course, you're only going to hear us for about an hour or so this week. but <laughs> Exactly. We have a marathon recording session today, so we're going to jump right into a lot of different things. First of all, we have our Blu-ray and video game releases to go over. Uh, the first one, if I'm looking at August 23rd, we have on Blu-ray Swingers. John Favreau and uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, mm. yeah. 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 Uh, the Beaver, Mel Gibson's puppet movie. Are you serious? Yeah. That's already out on. Wow, that it feels a, like it just came out. Yeah, just... I can't even believe that movie ever got greenlit, period. It was a limited release, so. Wow. Oh, that's probably about right. Yeah. The okay. Beaver. The Beaver. Uh, Brian, WWD, uh, sorry, <laughs> WWE OMG, the top 50 incidents in WWE history. They're really releasing that? I don't even know what that is. I don't know what it is either. I, this was the first I, I even, even saw of it. They'll probably have an ad for it. Um, yeah. Some, August twenty third. That's I, OMG. OMG. Punk. OMG. Oh man. And lastly, the greatest movie ever sold, which I recently watched, and it was phenomenal. I got to see that too. Phenomenal, Morgan Morgan Spurlock. I'm not talking about well today. You are very. He's in it for like a minute. That's Zero. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, games <laughs> on August twenty third. Deus Ex: Human Revolution for PC, PS3, and Xbox three sixty. Is that how that's pronounced? Deus. I thought it's it was Deus. Deus. I think it's, it's Deus Ex. I don't know. I wasn't. It's Deus. Okay. Because I said so. Hey, you're the, you're the I host. Hope, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Graphics look amazing, though. That Do I they? can say. Yeah. Right. yeah. August 24th. Uh, no Blu-rays, but games. The Lord of the Rings, War in the North. Uh, They're still making a ton of Lord of the Rings games. It, uh, yeah, I don't understand. I'd tell you more about it, but I don't know anything is more it, is about it. it. Is, it <laughs> is it expansion for the uh, role play, the uh, MMORPG? I don't know. I have no idea. Could possibly be. No idea. But it's for PS3 and Xbox 360. So mm, Yeah. yeah. Mm. August 30th on Blu-ray. Rio, the 3D version. They already released the Blu-ray, but That's if people stupid. want it for 3D, they Why can have that. Why wouldn't they just do it the same day? There's only been like three... 3D TV sold. I mean, I was gonna say, where are these? I, I've never seen them actually. All right, yeah. Well, it's coming out for those who have feel the revolution. They're gonna yeah. sell a whole ten of them. Yeah. Other people who want a 3D movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas, will be out on 3D Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're excited. There's so much excitement in this. We're world. just like, oh, just yeah. Bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sons of Anarchy season three. No idea. Never seen it. Nor have I. Heard a lot of good things. About I saw it. the actually. It's a lot. I was at the panel for it at San Diego, but I'd never seen an episode. <laughs> Well, they Sweet. got uh, Peggy Bundy's in it. Yeah, they do. And, uh, right there, and Katie Katie Seagal. Seagal. Yeah, Katie Seagal and Ron yeah. Perlman and a bunch of other people. I have no idea. Well, who there's they a good are. cast. It is a the show. It's good, good, and people keep saying it's yeah. good. No, but I actually have. Heard I'm one of those guys. Like when I miss 
if I miss a couple seasons, I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's like four seasons in now, so something like because I don't have Netflix or anything, mm. and I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, because it's going bye bye, bye bye, ball ball. Uh, season seven of House. For those who watch House, I don't watch yeah, House. I was forced to I watch it f- every Wednesday night. Uh, oh my god, I'd get home from the gym and Jess would just be watching it. It's like ah, oh. <laughs> it was just it was on. Like you flip through the, you'd it's always the yeah, list, yeah. the guide, and it was just it never yeah, ended. House twenty four seven. Some of the episodes were good, but yeah. What about the one with Michelle Trackberg where she finds? Never mind. Uh, hey oh, I don't know what. There's, I don't know. There's one where she has something in her something. Continue. Okay. Wow. Continue hey. on. Something in her something. Wait, we're, I'll keep I'm sure it's filthy. It is very filthy. You dirty man. Filthy. There's like a worm or something in her vagina. There you go. Hey oh. Oh. It's hey, true. We're keeping this PG like WWE. Watch yourself. Not anymore. <laughs> Continue on. Uh, first season of Nikita. Nikita, yeah, remember that, Nikita? That show, that show with um, that that reboot what? that they did, this Maggie, Q yeah, and Maggie Q and Lindsay Fonseca. That's from the the Nikita signing at New York last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right then. I actually have a Nikita poster that has her signature, Maggie Q's, and Shane West. Well, aren't you now? That's cool. It's <laughs> sitting on top of my printer, just sitting there. I'm thinking I might give it away at some point. Sweet. Yeah, that might be a giveaway item. I just mm-hmm. got to figure out how. I haven't watched the show, but I've heard good things as well. It got renewed, so it must be good. Yeah. Games on August 30th. Body count for PS3 and Xbox 360. No idea Never heard is. of it. No, me neither. <laughs> this is going to sound awesome to people. People are going to be like, I can't wait to hear all these, oh, these releases. <laughs> all these releases that they have they, no they information yeah, about. I don't think they know what it Maybe is. We should start filtering. Like. I think we're familiar with this one. Madden NFL 12. Yes. Of course. Is out on August 30th. Uh, for PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, and PS2. Oh, what? boy. They're still releasing Why? PS2 games. That's weird. People, A lot of people still play it. Yeah. It was yeah. a good system. It was. It was a fantastic system. And lastly, Driver San Francisco. Uh, I enjoyed Driver on what was PlayStation. Those yeah. were good games. Yeah. This one looks good. The hmm. graphics look good. I haven't played them. Yeah, I might either. rent it. Oh, wait. How am I going to rent it? There's no rental place. I was going to say, where are you going to rent it? <laughs> go down to your old blockbuster. <laughs> Let me and- go down to that empty storefront. I saw a, oh, uh, actually when I was driving around yesterday, I saw a sign over a Blockbuster sign that said like coming soon, this new business, blah, 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 yeah. right over the ticket, blue ticket yeah. sign, whatever. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> exciting. <laughs> I know. That, that's, that's pretty much purely informational. But now we're going into the news. Your news for August 22nd, 2011. Top story. Ultimate Comics Fallout number 4 has hit store shelves and with it the reveal of the Spider-Man successor to the recently deceased Peter Parker, Miles Morales. Alliteration intact, Miles is a half-Latino, half-black teenager from Brooklyn, New York. Marvel Editor-in-Chief Alex Alonzo had the following to say about the new Ultimate Spider-Man. When the opportunity arose to create a new Spider-Man, we knew it had to be a character that represents the diversity and background and experience of the 21st century. Miles is a character who not only follows in the tradition of relatable characters like Peter Parker, but also shows why he's a new, unique kind of Spider-Man and worthy of that name. The team of writer Brian Michael Bendis and artist Sarah Pacelli will begin the origin of Miles Morales in Ultimate Comics Spider-Man number one, arriving in stores this September. I'm sure you have thoughts about this, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. Um, I wish I had told you beforehand, but uh, I don't know if you heard the. Did you hear that Glenn Beck uh, interview that he did about it, which is the most recent. something about him being gay, which was a totally and how he a quote taken way out of context. Yeah, yeah. It's it just it was just 
the Warren Ben just actually posted it everywhere. It's just a terrible, stupid interview that shows that he does no research and has no clue what he's talking about. But um, I love Glenn Beck, if you can't tell. But um, anyways, no, it's it's definitely a surprising big kind of. For some reason, everyone's flipping out about it. I don't see the big deal that oh no, they made him ha- uh, you know half Hispanic, half African American. Um, you knew you know it's. A, I kind of like the idea they're doing a new character mm-hmm. as opposed to just you know people are speculating they're going to put Mary Jane in there or some other character i mean um i trust bendis and uh he if anyone can make this character relatable and 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 uh it's a, it's a good comic i think it will be bendis so i'm looking forward to it but there's a lot of you know fanboy uproar and how dare you make spider-man an african-american how dare you make it anyone other than peter parker yet this isn't the real this is the ultimate right this universe. is ultimate universe so people need to understand that peter parker the real that, one yeah. still is, exists yeah. within the normal they're not getting rid of peter parker this is an ultimate so i actually think it's kind of cool and it shows that they have the balls to you know do this kind of unlike dc they're actually doing something where you know they're changing something but they're also keeping the same thing for the fans that want the same thing right so. I don't know. That's they can mind. have their cake and eat it exactly. too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on this, Mike? Not that aren't racist. So <laughs> oh my I'll god! Oh, here Holy we go. Crap. I could ring them, throw them right out there, but I'm not gonna. Because they're doing a character that's not white. No, I just think it's funny that he's black and Mexican. So he's going to be swinging around with a lawnmower in one hand, or oh a weed whacker, and, and we've and a reached grill. a new one. So the mask, wow. the mask comes off like it should be cut at the nose so that you can see his grill. Nice gold teeth. You know not all black people have girls, Mike. Yeah, they do. <laughs> this is about as bad as when Glenn Beck was like, okay, all black people look just like Obama in the same uh, thing he was talking about. Yeah. Spider-Man. And just to clar- clarify, there's been all this talk about him being gay as well. Like, they had to go super diverse the with the character. He's it not, was a quote from the artist that was taken way out of context, yeah, yeah. and the character's not gay. Not that it would matter either way, but yeah. To yeah, quote Seinfeld, yeah, not like there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no People are just it. over, you know, the good thing is, you know, it's getting, you know, publicity either way, so. Yeah. People are aware of it. Yeah. People no, are I have no problem with it. Yeah. Whatever. And this story feels like Black it came out Black people have taken us over in every sport, now they're going to take our superheroes, so. <laughs> oh, oh Britain's okay. already taken over our superheroes in the movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. He's an American. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Brits taking over our superheroes, Warner Brothers Pictures and Legendary Pictures have provided the first look at the new Man of Steel revealing star Henry Cavill as Superman mm. in the film that, uh, uh, film from director Zack Snyder. He looks go. really old. He, oh, thank really? you. He looks like a Guido with his <clears throat> slick back hair. Hey. <laughs> he looks terrible. Hey. He looks like middle-aged Superman. It looks... The costume's fine. He, he, We're just totally racist today. No, the actor looks like okay. a Guido. People are gonna laugh. Yeah, I know, I know. no, but it, it's just, it's just, I don't know. He looks too old. He, he does look old. He like, looks, when I looked at him, I'm like, if this it guy was is... like Batman, it was, if it was Superman from like Dark Knight Returns, I could see that. But yeah, but we don't know what frame they're putting it into either. What is this like, 45 year old Superman? That's what I felt. He doesn't like, look that old. Really? Yeah, when I looked at him, I yeah. thought he was in his 40s. Yeah, it wow. does not. Maybe look, it was just the lighting. Why, like you know, Brent, well, how old's uh, the actor? I don't know. Uh, but Brandon Routh, I mean, you know, as much as people hated Superman Returns, he looked, you know, like Superman. Christopher Reeve. You need a young, you can't just throw a guy. This guy looks like he's like old. I hope it was just that one. I, I'm judging on one picture. I know. Yeah. But that that I mean, I like the suit. I like everything else. But I just see. I didn't think he even looked was, old at all. Yeah, I did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of people felt the, the same. The one thing about the suit that was kind of weirding me out was that the uh, the scaly look was a little too intense. Yeah. Mm. And it's kind of hard to see if he actually has the red underpants or not. Yeah, I couldn't tell that yeah, either. That the really shadows. Shadow. I think right they're over. gonna. I think they're gonna change it because of the, the new comic costume too. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be there. Yeah, I think. They're and gonna... honestly, if I had to judge based on that picture, it kind of looked like it wasn't. Yeah, there was a little. It bit could of... change though. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Who knows? I mean, Green Lantern's outfit was. Completely well, they've already CGI. started. 
They've started filming already. Yeah, but they can still, yeah, you know, yeah, who knows? I'm surprised there hasn't been pe- more pictures leaked. Like, the Avengers pictures are all over the place. It's yeah, like- there were a couple pe- uh, pictures that leaked either today or yesterday. And um, they all showed, like, back shots, though. We only saw the cape oh, and yeah. him standing in does front it have of the Ken Does home. it have the S, the yellow S on the no. back? Or no? Nope. Just plain no red. Plain red. Lame. No, I think I'm it's a, fine. I'm an old school. Yeah, I, like I, the, I like the <laughs> I like the S. I remember my my old figure that had the yellow S on it, and I squeezed the legs in his fist. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. He's up in the attic. I got Is him. he really? Oh, yeah, I got him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I have the cape anymore, yeah, but well, <laughs> I got the figure. For visual reference. Yeah, the capes were the first thing to disappear. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Man of Steel, Lawrence Fishburne has joined the cast of Zack Snyder's Man of Steel in the role of Perry White, the Daily Planet's editor-in-chief. Oh, uh, here we go again. No, no. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, this oh. is, for me, in the, like, I like Lawrence Fishburne just fine. Me too. But fanboys want accuracy, yeah. and it's not even a matter of race. It's the same no. thing as Blake Lively saying, I'm going to go brunette to play Carol Ferris because Carol Ferris is brunette. Right. Yeah. It's a visual... Well, continue. See, this is uh, it's gonna, like Kingpin. Kingpin right. should have been white. I disagree. <clears throat> as I choke myself, I think Stan Lee messed up. I, I think no, no. I, Kingpin, the character of Kingpin, would have been. been black, and the should. performance wasn't that great. Either. Well, I oh, thought no. he visually encompassed Kingpin. Finally, I, I don't think they. To, I don't think Kingpin needed to be white. I, I understood that maybe it's because it's not as uh, big. You know, Perry White is sort of this like you know big supporting character yeah. that people remember as I mean I don't mind it but yeah it's a little I don't know but don't again know. we're as fanboys we're just people are going to take this as a race issue no it's not and no, as fanboys we're just looking for visual continuity because right. we're pissed off that superman might not have red trunks well what about you it's the same thing what about i'm sure you heard that um lois is going to be right amy's not amy adams is not dying her hair she's going to be a redhead yeah uh, well there have been versions of lois that were redhead and not in the comics ever. No, they were. Oh, she was always black haired. Oh. So that's a huge. If you know, if you want to get visually accurate, I think she should. Then she's not though. Yeah. So well, she's fired and hired yeah. somebody else. <laughs> but, okay, let's get Olivia Munn in there. We'll make her. Amer- you uh, want Asian Olivia Munn in everything? Olivia Munn, Alice and Hayslip and everything. There you that's go. True. No, Olivia Munn, I can see as like yeah. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Oh, we're that's terrible. why she's on my phone. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you got the nice Maxim shot of her, like, with her back to you and, like, the thong purple underwear. And she's nice. got her head turned. I'm like, yeah, look at that every that, morning. Those pictures made my day. <laughs> and, and we're getting to the... Sticking <laughs> with the uh, comic book costumes. <laughs> After a number of photos leaked from the Pittsburgh set, Warner Brothers has officially released the first image of Anne Hathaway as Selena Kyle slash Catwoman in The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. The photo on the official movie site refers to the character shown as Selena Kyle. So even with the cat suit and goggles present, there is some speculation that this is not the final costume she'll be wearing. While promoting her film one day, Anne Hathaway commented on both the official photo and other set photos that have leaked out. Quote, it's disappointing. I think everyone feels a slight frustration with it because those stills so undercut the work that's being done, Hathaway said. But the actress added that it's not ruining the movie. It's Chris Nolan, even the picture that he released of me. That's not everything. That's like a tenth of what the cat suit is. And I've got to say, I find it frustrating, and I know he finds it frustrating. But I'd also think that he's having fun with it, kind of like spooning out secrets. He has a lot more control than you think. And sure. that couldn't be more true. Yeah, they're not, it, it, you know, if they didn't want that, so they, they could easily, you know, get that. Get yeah. rid of that. I, I mean, mean, Nolan succeeded in hiding the Ra's al Ghul twist in Batman Begins. He's been hiding things 
forever. He's the master of keeping things from leaking. Yeah. So in putting this out, he has a clear intent with it. Yeah. This People are already flipping out. Oh, that's the Catwoman costume. That friends of mine even are like, oh, that's the Catwoman costume. That's terrible. I'm like, dude. You really think that's the Catwoman costume, really? Oh, they just gave her, like, you know, some goggles and a, and a black suit. Oh, that's terrible. I'm like... And I have to be honest, even if it is... I don't have a problem okay with it. With yeah, I was she like, looked okay to me. Yeah. It's Anne Hathaway. She can put on... And she's going to be Catwoman. You know, it's it's fine. <clears throat> I don't have... I don't have any problem. Sorry. Unless people who think... <laughs> I couldn't hold it. Certain people who it's think okay. she has a Joker smile and, and ugly. Certain people who don't want to be mentioned. But um, <laughs> uh, I think she's... For the record, for Anne Hathaway is not ugly. Yeah. No. Far from There's it. There's stupid people that think that. She could use, <laughs> put on maybe five or ten pounds. She's a little thin, but... Well, she's in, like, the best shape of her life right yeah, now for this she... movie. Yeah, she's been yeah. working out like crazy. You gotta be in shape to do the Catwoman you thing. You gotta. Wearing a... Friggin' skin tight. Like more gymnastics for months ahead of time. Yeah. And whipping. Whip skills. You and your fantasies, Brian. Hey-o! Oh. Hello! I was thinking Michelle so, Pfeiffer and Batman Returns, damn it. Ladies out there, anyone into whipping, let me know. <laughs> Hey-o! Uh, it was recently announced at Gamescom and by Jack Tretton, president and CEO of SCEA, that the PlayStation 3 will be seeing an immediate price drop. Quote, I'm excited to share with you that effective immediately at retailers throughout North America, the 160 gigabyte PS3 and the 320 gigabyte PS3 are now available for 249 and 299 respectively. In addition, a limited edition Infamous 2 bundle is now available at participating retailers across North America. The bundle retails for 299 and includes a 320 gigabyte PlayStation 3, a copy of Infamous 2, and a 30-day membership to PlayStation Plus. I don't know why you would need 320 gigabytes unless you've got, like... I mean, that's, like, a lot of... Well, I have an 80-gig PS3, and I'm full. Well, yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but I'm saying 320 is, like... Uh, that seems a little overkill. It's so. it's future protective, I think. If you're someone that downloads a lot of titles... Oh, yeah, if you watch, like, movies and TV shows, yeah. And now they're, like, you can buy Infamous 2 online and download the whole yeah, game. I mean, if you want to be one of those people, yeah. 320 is the way to yeah, go. Yeah. I'm actually thinking of upgrading just because I can tell mine's getting old and a little clunkier. Yeah, the you, one, have one of the ori- you have the, uh, one of the... Well, yeah, mine's still backwards compatible. Yeah, see that, And that's, I have, like, like, crazy amount of USB ports, and yeah. there are benefits to it, that but mine, mine time, conked out that kind of... My 80 and then i had to get the the, the slimmer whatever one but i just need to look into the whole transfer process and see if that's as simple as it should be i don't think it, it shouldn't is. be that hard no i've heard i should that. be well, able I had to transfer to do it over xbox it was very simple. like yeah, i can probably re-download all my downloadable games yeah and you stuff. should be able to do that but i don't know about the the save the yet. saves i think should be able because if i use the same account on a new system should i should be, be able, able to, to just usb stick the right, save games so. and stuff i'm hoping i just don't want to lose all that yeah Better check before you. <laughs> yeah, maybe people can write in yeah. if they've done that and let me know how that process goes. Uh, speaking of PlayStation stuff and Infamous 2, Infamous 2 Festival of Blood will be a, a brand new standalone single player DLC for download via PSN. Vampire Swarm Numerae, and, and I realize this as I've played Infamous 2 that all those stories I was reading calling it like Numerius, I was way off. Uh, <laughs> Vampire Swarm Numerae and revered superhero Cole McGrath has been bitten. To save his soul and the city, he has just one night to find and kill the head vampire. Featuring new missions, themed environment settings, plus new characters and enemies, Festival of Blood explores the darker side of the infamous universe. This is the crazy part of it, though. Previous infamous games will not be needed to play this DLC. The DLC will swarm PSN in October in time for Halloween. 
cool. So you can play this even if you don't own either of the Infamous games. Yeah, they did the same thing with... Um, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and Red Dead Redemption, that, that zombie version of it. You can mm. just buy it separately. But yeah, that's cool. I yeah. like that. I, like I that actually... Idea. I, I kind of wish it was just part of it because I know it would be a smaller download yeah, <laughs> in that case. I don't have room for all this stuff. No other thoughts? Not really. Hmm. No. It sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. So the monster tie-ins with video games aren't well, they just went getting the vampire route instead of the zombie well, you route. Think zombie yeah, route. Yeah. Which is so I mean, it's it's a little good. cheesy, but it's a Halloween gimmick and yeah. whatever. Can you run around and bite people? Yeah, I think that's you have to. Worth that's, buying. That's kind of cool, then. Yeah. Uh, Valve creators mm-hmm. of best-selling game fran- uh, game franchises and leading technologies have announced Counter Strike Global Offensive, also called CS:GO. Targeted for release via PlayStation Network, Xbox Live Arcade, and Steam in early 2012, CSGO will expand upon the team-based action gameplay that it pioneered when it was launched exactly 12 years ago. CSGO features new maps, characters, and weapons and and delivers updated versions of the classic CS content. DE underscore dust, anybody. In addition, CSGO will introduce new gameplay modes, matchmaking, leaderboards, and more. I played the crap out of Counter Strike when I was in college. Oh, say, yeah, same here. I mean, I remember that game like it, it was like the big. It was the big thing at that time. Yeah, like, yeah. It was an add-on for. for it was a mod for Half Life yeah. yeah. that became one of the biggest online games of all time, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then Valve embraced it, made it their own, and now we're getting an updated one. This is the first time. It's twelve years. Since this has happened, I'm wondering if it's going to get a second life or if it's just going to get lost in the I market of online I think, games. I mean, there's been so many games like that now. That's my worry is that people have gone grown accustomed to the other games like that. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. It's also not disc-based. Yeah. This is a downloadable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I'm wondering if we're going to see uh, just like Portal 2 is you can play cross uh, console and PC if you'll be able to do that. The same with them. With okay, this, yeah. which would be phenomenal. Imagine opening up that entire market to play with each other. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It'd be badass. 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 Gamefly, the number one online video game rental subscription service, also known as the Netflix of video games, will be launching a new digital client this holiday season. The biggest bonus for active Gamefly subscribers will be the addition of free unlimited PC play, which allows them to download and play as many Windows Mac games as they want from a large and ever-growing collection of titles. These games will remain playable as long as your Gamefly subscription is active. The desktop client will allow users to control their disk-based rentals, download of the 1,500 Windows Mac games for sale, pre-order new console and PC releases, or buy used games. The client will also provide gaming news, HD trailers, videos, screenshots, and a real-time social discussion component. Cool. Just give me the games. <laughs> I don't need news and all I that I think stuff. it's pretty awesome. It's basically the equivalent of them doing a streaming service, except you like download Netflix the game. Yeah. Streaming you download game. the game. You keep it on your computer, whether you're a PC user or a Mac user, and you get to use that game and play it as long as you yeah, are a current subscriber. I hope that comes consoles, because I... Yeah, I think I'd go for that if it was on Xbox. Yeah, imagine well, if you could download a game I and then could even do it there too. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's a really really cool idea because it does. It, it is what's solving the price that. on it? Uh, I don't say? know what the price of GameFly is, but this is just uh, like when Netflix first in- introduced the streaming as an add-on. This uh, is an add-on. People don't have to pay any more. This is just new. Thanks for being a member. This yeah, yeah this is just like an the, add-on, a new service that they're offering, and it's just part of the Good. existing service, but. 
I can see down the road them going the Netflix route and going, oh, uh, we should probably separate these into two separate things. And the hell was that? I have reminders popping up on my computer. <laughs> Sounds like a doorbell. Hey, take care of that, will you? <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, uh, Someone's somebody's here. here. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid right. netbook. Damn you, netbook. Stupid netbook. Uh, let's see. Mike Myers signs for Austin Ooh. Powers 4. Oh, Not the Halloween right. one. Seriously? While, yeah, while Mike Myers has been absent from a big screen lead role since 2008's flop, The Love Guru, <laughs> Hitfix is reporting that Myers has closed a deal to return to his most famous lead role for Austin Powers 4. In 2008, it was said that Myers was drafting Austin Powers 4 with Michael McCullers, who teamed with the comedy star for all three previous entries. The focus was to be on the character of Dr. Evil rather than Powers himself, and would again feature Seth Green as Evil Son Scott. Whether this element will carry over to the latest iteration of the project remains to be seen. Cool. I have a feeling that Seth Green might be getting too old to play uh, Dr. Evil's I was just going to say, well, if you remember the end of Gold... Uh, member. Member. Uh, didn't he become the new Doctor Evil? Yeah. Pretty much. So. Yeah. At the end, his hair was all falling yeah, out. So I think it might not. He's really laughing in, in the chair. Yeah, and runs away like a little. But girl. I just don't know. It's been so long. I don't know if the audience is still there. Like those movies made so much money. I think I would still watch Nelson Bowers. Oh, I, I would, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but they've been playing. Even though Goldmember was Goldmember was Gold terrible. Goldmember was terrible. The first two were great. Yeah, the first two were fantastic. You can yeah. still, they're still rewatchable and hilarious. Absolutely. But Alana yeah, that's vagina. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Alana Vagina. <laughs> Dropping the new knowledge. Yeah. See, I don't post every story online that yeah, I do on apparently. the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is such a good story. I'm so happy to read this. So, so happy to read this. Uh-oh. Heat Vision is reporting that Bradley Cooper has turned down the title role yes. in the Crow reboot due to scheduling conflicts. So far, two names have surfaced as replacements for the role of Eric Draven, Ryan Channing Reynolds. Tatum and Mark Wahlberg. What? Oh, God. What? But Mark I don't care. Yeah. All, I, I, I hate... I love Bradley Cooper. I think he's a fantastic oh, yeah. actor. He's... I, I, I'm, I'm going to sound totally gay saying this. He's a gorgeous man. <laughs> he is. Tell us how you really feel, Rob. Well, Brian, yeah. it was good doing the yeah. show with you. <laughs> Headphones coming off. I am out. No, it, he's he's a great actor. I think he's he would have been... He would have been shooting he's himself. So Stop it. He I like been, his pectoral muscles. Continue. His glutes are so tight. And so are his lats. Check out his lats. Any other muscular uh, no, portions no. you'd like to go over? Because no. clearly you've picked his body apart much more than I. Oh. oh. Turn around there. Boom, 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 boom. I see how it is. Um, anyway, yeah. I, Bradley Cooper's an awesome actor. He would have yeah. been shooting himself in the foot taking this role. This is a losing role for anyone uh, who... T- unless you are an up-and-coming actor yeah. that can make a name doing this role, you will hurt yourself by taking this role. And maybe get shot and die. No, what are you, his manager? You, that's probably what I, they told him. Yeah. Well, he, You're an idiot. It's a scheduling conflict. He has other movies. Yeah. Scheduling conflict. Hey, I don't care what it is. He's yeah. not going to be the right. crow. That's good. That's awesome. I just hope it's not. Why don't they just cast Sting as the crow? Yes. Oh? Sting's not Sting, doing anything else. Right. No, he's the Joker. Now yeah, he's, he's the, the Joker. Joker. He's the Dark Knight Joker now. Yeah. That's right. Bullshit. <laughs> they're very topical there in TNA. He's only like a couple years behind. Yeah. Um... Thoughts on Tatum or Wahlberg? I hate Tatum. Um, I don't Wahlberg? Think what's he going to do? Gross? No. Stupid. Yeah. I, I'd honestly, I'd like to see someone a little younger. Yeah, I don't. And I still don't want to see the Eric Draven yeah. thing. Why are they doing this again? They've done a TV show of the guy. I know they were different crows, but it, it, they've done. The, none of the fran, none of the spinoffs have worked except the original movie, and they're trying to reboot the original movie, which is going to piss off everyone. It's true. They just need a new guy. Yeah. Undiscovered. They need to start from scratch. Yeah. I still think they need to go with the female crow on this one and really put a new blood I think that would it. be cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last one before we take a break. Okay. Because I said so. 
Uh, I normally don't do food stories, but I think the geek culture kind of embraces junk food in a way. So uh, Kraft Foods has introduced the triple-double Oreo, which combines a layer of classic vanilla cream, a layer of chocolate cream, and three chocolate wafers. The cookies are available starting this week with a suggested retail price of four nineteen per package. God, that's I'm awesome. hungry. It should yeah. be noted that with a size increase like this, there are going to be nutritional repercussions. Each triple double cookie is a whopping <laughs> one hundred calories, oh, as no. opposed to a single double stuff at seventy calories and the classic Oreo at forty calories a cookie. Let's go try some because we can have a taste review now. Well, <laughs> we're gonna do that. I tell you what. No, you don't. Wouldn't it be awesome if I did? I was, oh I was waiting for you. He, like, he was reaching. Oh, I think you got double head fake. Oh. Double head fake. All right, open it up right here. I made you think I didn't have Live any. Live on the air. I teased it. Hear that package? Crinkle, the package crinkle. is much smaller, ladies and gentlemen. Triple double We're oil. all going to get fat, fat now. This is not the giant sleeves. Can you eat these, Brian? I don't know. Read the, read the back ingredients. It says Brian has nut allergies. It say, it'll say contains something on the bottom. Uh, contains wheat and soy. Right, I'm good then. Let's go. Sweet. Oh man, we were going to have a death on air too. 100 calorie cookies. We're going to have an on air death scene. We How? found out that Rob's in love with Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> then we would have had you leave die. my man crushes alone. <laughs> Just right. look at look at that package. Oh, that's oh, so my cool. God. Yeah. All right. right. So we got to explain yeah, what yeah, these Brian. look like to people because somebody's right. salivating right now, going. Oh and and the, I know the worst part is that the audience is listening and they're like, "I want to reach through the microphone and take these uh, are hundred calorie it's, it's a big Oreo. Yeah. I mean, it, oh, now wow. do you now you guys do you break apart well, your Oreos? Not, here's the question: or, How do you eat this? Yeah. Do this you is, eat it full like a so sandwich, I'm or do you break it? My the back end off. See, the, I think I think you gotta like the way it's built. You have to eat it the way it is first. So just. But like, my my normal technique is freakish. What do you do? I usually peel off one end, eat it, and then eat the one eat the one with the cream. Yeah, Mike, I'm doing. What You're I'm peeling doing. off the cream layers as actual <laughs> layers. Here's what? what I did. I twisted. You don't even it. scrape them off. You take the whole cream I don't, layer yeah. off as one. This is what I did. I peeled the the, the end off, yep. which revealed the the chocolate. I'm surprised side. you could get that off in one piece. Yep. Yeah, pulled the I'm, whole piece I'm, off. Usually they break if you try yeah. to do that. And I'll just dissect right through it. Okay, see, this is what I normally do, and the triple-double is going to totally throw me off, and I have a weird, weird system. I have to eat two cookies together, so oh, really? this is already off. Like, I have, I have a weird OCD thing when it comes to some foods, and I eat them in evens, but the, my system with the Oreo, what I do is... On I, a side note real quick, for the listeners, please send us your emails. Let us know how you eat an Oreo. There you go. I'd like to hear that. Mm. Um, and then see if the triple-double modifies your style at all. Normally, no. let's imagine this is one cookie. I would twist off the top, yeah. leaving only the wafer and the cream. I would take another Oreo and do the same. So I now have two layers, and I make my own double stuff and put them together. But then, I also, then I also nibble around the outside, so there's just a little bit of wafer on each side. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I have, like, maximum cream Oreo. So when I do, I do that with double stuff, too, though. Hmm. So it's massive, just super what are you cream. What going to do with this? I don't know. I just... I'm I'm going to eat this one straight up because I want to do my first one right and eat as intended. There's a whole lot of crunching going on in this episode. Mm. There's people like, what the hell? Yeah. This is our longest news story ever. That was good. <laughs> yeah, good news. It was a tasty. We got to do more food news stories. Yeah. So what's the next pizza coming out from like, know, right? Papa John's or something? I'm not going to leave that sitting in my room overnight though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty nasty. How by did the you next not? Bar. Did you? You hadn't opened that? No, that, that was a, that was a, I bought yeah, them yesterday. I would have been like, Brian, <laughs> right? Rip. I bought them yesterday, and I did everything in my power to not eat them. That was a good like fake out there, though. I totally didn't think you had. Oh, well, 
People I, didn't I, see that on I the I gave them an A minus. I like it. People yeah. didn't see that. I no. went down to reach. Yeah, like, and, what what and then he. Oh, just, oh, oh, oh. No, no, I don't have any. But then I grabbed them. Oh. And it was like, oh! oh. Live on the air. Surprises. Yeah. So uh, we're going to eat some more of these during the break. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Scott Herbin from scottherbinfitness.com, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. I had to put Scott Herman in with the Captain America music. Of course. I figured he'd appreciate that. We are back. We are. <laughs> we're, we're a couple Oreos more mm, full yeah. than we were when we left. We're cleaning that delicious Oreo out Deliciousness. Of I know, right? So if you're a gum smacking around, <laughs> that's what's going on. That it is. They were delicious. We have them. You don't. Ooh. If you don't, go buy them. Go buy them. They are worth we're it. We're not getting paid by Nabisco, but... I promise. <laughs> uh, moving on. During the Real Steel truck event at San Diego Comic-Con, Hugh Jackman confirmed who the villain will be for the Wolverine. <sighs> he told the crowd that filming is scheduled to start in October. And that he will fight the Silver Samurai in the Woo! new film, which is not a shock at all. I no, wouldn't no, think, knowing that for comic fans, knowing that it's taking place in Japan, it was pretty much a given. Yeah, they're, they're doing the storyline. They're they're doing obviously. Yeah, but I'm still curious if we're going to see Yudiko pop up back again. Lady Deathstrike. She's a big part of the Japan storyline. Wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if they did a cameo type thing. I think they should. Mm-hmm. Besides, what else is Kelly Hugh doing? Whatever her name was that yeah. played her next two. She was, she's hot. Yeah, right. yeah. She was like in the Scorpion. Mm, she's no Bradley yeah, Cooper, but I thought uh, so. I couldn't no. I mean, place where she was. Good. You guys drowned me out on that one. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> she said, he said she's no Bradley Cooper, and we completely missed, oh, that. We missed that. We're, we're right on top of things today because Phew. we're thinking about a girl. You're yeah, about a <laughs> we're like, wait, what? He's just like, I'm mm, picturing her in the Scorpion, mm, like Bradley the Cooper. mummy outfit thing. I kid, I kid. All right. Electronic Arts has announced that an all-new digital download of NBA Jam will be available this October. <laughs> NBA Jam On Fire Edition will be available on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade as a $15 download. The game will feature exciting new gameplay enhancements, including $15. groundbreaking artificial intelligence. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. What, what year is this? Can I get that play. game on my iPhone for like that 99 That will change cents? the way <laughs> no. gamers play NBA what Jam. What year is this? La, 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 la. NBA Jam On Fire Edition contains new <laughs> gameplay features, including real AI featuring the groundbreaking AI system used but, in the Fight Night franchise that learns your tendencies mm. and throws them back in your face. Jam Arena, where you can play solo or team up with friends and take on the world in a new dynamic online competition. Road Trip, a cooperative online campaign where you can team up with friends and compete in a series of white-knuckle challenges against the current superstars and timeless legends from each of the 30 NBA teams. Tag Mode and Team Fire Return. Swap players on the fly and ignite your entire team by performing consecutive cooperative moves. And more NBA Jam hotness, like online roster updates. More NBA hotness. superstars, legendary NBA players, over-the-top animations, jam challenges, secret teams, and more unlockable characters than ever before. And the reason they're doing this, I think, is because this is what people wanted all along. 
which is not to go out and buy NBA Jam on a standalone disc, but actually have the downloadable $15 game. This is what we said we wanted I mean, I, we were I, I remember it. when I was 13 and had it on my Sega Genesis. <laughs> I, I'm buying this. I don't care. I don't know. I don't think... I'll play it over here. I think more people <laughs> look a little more leaning towards they want they want the realistic sports games. They want to be more... I don't. <laughs> I know you don't. I'm saying the sports fans who like buy yeah. the Madden games, the MLB, the show, they want realism and they they don't want the the hokey like arcadey, arcadey yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I'm that's just me. I don't really care either way. Yeah. You know, By the way, this isn't a commercial either, but I did buy NBA Jam for 99 cents for my and iPod, it? and it's amazing. Is it? Yeah, sweet. It's it. there are like six weeks of season play and everything, nice. and tons of unlockables, and it's a buck. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I don't know if I get it on sale or what, but. Sweet. It was pretty damn good purchase. Deadline is reporting that the season nine premiere of Two and a Half Men will be a two-part episode and will feature the funeral of Charlie Sheen's character, Winning. Charlie Harper. An assortment of Charlie's girlfriends will come back for the occasion, and his house will be put on the market. The episode will feature potential buyers coming to see the house, including new cast member Ashton Kutcher. Two and a Half Men season nine will premiere on CBS on September nineteenth. <laughs> Fail. Epic. Epic fail? Yeah. In uh, the replacement or the killing off of both. Charlie Sheen? Well, I, I don't care if they killed him. He, they, they kind of... He left the show. Yeah. They, but Ashton him. Kutcher, you know, this is what's going to happen. There's going to be a huge amount of people that watch the opener, and then it's going to taper off. Because they're going to be, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then they're going to be like... And it's No offense, but I'm going to compare this to when um, John Ritter died in Eight Simple Rules. Yeah. There's mm. the initial spike. Because, oh my god, where they, how are they going to handle this? And then... Season got canceled out. The season so the after. fake death of Charlie Sheen will yeah. kind of be like a real death. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna. I guarantee the show will not last another. It will be. This will be the last season. He's Winning. Like, <laughs> well, he will have won. He said the show won't last without him. Yeah, I think it will. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he was such an integral part of what made it work. That you he's can't the just, reason I watched. You it. just can't throw Ashton Kutcher and be like, "He's a wacky new um, addition." Hey guys, I'm yeah. here. I'm, from the, I'm Ashton you Kutcher. You got punked. Yeah, I, although I, to be fair, I am in the camp that the show never actually worked to begin with. Oh, well, that's it's yeah, not a good it's, show. It's, it's not a good show. My dad watches it. Sorry, Dad, but it's not a good show. <laughs> it's just it's not my you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> to but to talk about a show that <laughs> he's not going to good. This, but <laughs> to talk about a show that is good. Okay. Sci-Fi has renewed the series Warehouse 13 for a fourth season of 13 episodes that will air in 2012. The show was up 15% during its third season among adults 18 to 49 for its first couple episodes this summer, with the first five episodes averaging 3.2 million viewers once you include DVR data. Sci-Fi president of original content Mark Stern added, quote, under executive producer Jack Kenny's leadership, the superlative team of writers, cast, and crew continue to turn out a series that only gets better and better with every episode, Warehouse 13 is deservedly the most popular series in our history, and we're delighted to renew it for a fourth season. That's true. Sweet. Most popular sci-fi original series ever. Ever. They're canceling ever. everything else eh. in their station. Except yeah, Smackdown. Eureka's gone. Yeah, they're canceling everything. Like, So what is this channel now? It's basically Smackdown and Warehouse 13 and old and, and ran, random made-for-sci-fi movies. Oh, and Alphas. Alphas is really good. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things. It's like the heroes that wasn't. Yeah. Well, let's not forget about like Super Croc versus exactly Mega Shark, Shark, Mega Mega Shark versus Super Octopus yeah. Three. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Tiffany. Worst special effect. I could do better special. Yeah. Sorry, Tiffany. And Chris mm-hmm. Charisma Carpenter, or whoever the hell they had in it, I don't even know. <laughs> let's not make fun of Charisma. She's Carpenter. filming one right now. So Is that's she? My original movie. I'm not making fun. My charisma. <laughs> 
She's on the wall, too. <laughs> you, you just, like, you reached out his hand. I did. It's quite hom- comical. Mm-hmm. You love brunettes, huh? I, I am kind uh, you of a brunette guy. Some, I just looked at it. Like, there's, there's, well, Lita's hair is not really red, I don't yeah. think. Not, Honestly, uh, I never really thought about it. Even Jerry the King Lawler on you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the framed picture of Bradley Cooper? <laughs> I, I, I honestly never really thought about it. I do tend to lean more towards brunettes. This is not just people that I, I wanted to get because of their attractiveness, though. It just happens. I'm to be fans of those people, right. and they are he didn't all wanna, brunettes. He didn't want to. He's not attracted to Jerry the King Lawler. I know, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Even though he wrote the longest stuff on yeah, his, he did. he's got all sorts of things written down there. To my pal Rob, <laughs> the King. Jerry, Jerry Lawler. Lawler, and then it says WWE Hall of Fame 07. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's pretty cool. He took his time. That was yeah. from New York, too. Yeah? Yeah. Lawler, mm. uh, Lindsay Fonseca. Are wrestlers going to be at this? Uh, those uh, are both from New York. In New York. Charisma's from Wizard really? World. Uh, I think if I clothesline them, they bump. <laughs> or they just beat the <laughs> shit sorry. out of me. There's always wrestlers there. There's yeah, there always will wrestlers be. there. Will be. Yeah. Cool. I will mark out. You all will. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> As we killed that segment to death, moving on. Relativity, uh, Relativity Media's president of Worldwide Production, Tucker Tooley, has announced that the studio has optioned the feature. For, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> Tucker Tooley. Tucker Tooley. Sounds like a character from Family Guy. Yeah. Um, has announced that the studio has optioned the feature film rights for Voltron from World Event Productions oh. and will adapt the live action big screen version from the 1984 cult classic animated series Voltron, Defender of the Universe. Tooley said, quote, For nearly three decades, Voltron has captured the minds of a nostalgically loyal and rabid fan base and has long been considered a hotly pursued project. We are beyond excited world event productions and Atlas Entertainment and place their trust and faith in relativity to bring this coveted property to the big screen and usher in a new generation of devoted fans. Um, does anyone remember the Power Rangers movie? That's what it's going to look like. Go, go, Power Rangers. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a giant mech. I love Voltron, but it's a giant mech with that, that forms, and they're going to have giant mm. robies trying to attack it. It's going to look like the Power Rangers movie. There's Who no knows? way around it. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I was never a giant Voltron fan. I like it, but... I, I honestly it, it was, don't care. It was that Japanese is. anime that they took over and made it. In yeah. Of, yeah. So it's, it's a, I don't care if it's the big screen or not at this yeah. point, honestly. It had a good run, as far as I'm it concerned. It went, went on a long while. In more uh, cartoon to movie news, Eddie Murphy will pro- uh, provide the voice mm, yeah. to the animated lead character in Alcon Entertainment's live-action animated big screen adaptation of the 1970s Hanna-Barbera animated TV series, Hong Kong Fui. And no one cares. Directors Broderick Johnson and Andrew Kossov stated, We could not be happier that Eddie Murphy will star as Fooey. There is no understanding Fooey. his contributions to cinema and to such endearing stars of family entertainment such as Shrek and Dr. Doolittle. We look forward to watching him reimagine yet another classic character. Eddie Murphy's career? Based Wait on down. the 70s cult classic <laughs> Hanna-Barbera animated TV series, a mild-mannered dog named Henry stumbles into a mystic ceremony and is accidentally granted mystic powers, including the ability to walk, talk, and do kung fu. Under the tutelage money, of people, his kung fu money. master, Henry dons a costume and becomes Hong Kong Fui. And with the help of his trusting sidekick, Spot the Cat cleans up a rogues alley of wacky criminals. I think this will be hysterical, honestly. You really think this is going to work? It's a terrible I think, 70s cartoon. No, here's the. I think it's going to be poking fun of itself the whole time because that's the style of humor that Hong Kong Fui always was. 
It's going to be a totally self-aware. Do you remember comedy. when they made the Yogi Yogi Bear movie? It's going to be like that. Yeah, but it's going to be way remember more self-aware. When? Wasn't that like three that months ago? Say, or a year Yogi ago. Bear was an I attempt to turn the cartoon into a live action. I think Hong Kong Fui is going to do or a similar a idea, satire. but parody that whole genre. I guess if it, if, if they, they do go that, that route, yeah, that would be good. But right. if they play it straight, it's going to be terrible. He's way too jokey mm-hmm. and ridiculous a character yeah. to do it to like straight. straight up. I'm just wondering if anyone's going to even remember this character existed. They probably guaranteed kids are going to think it's a new character because. Maybe. I don't think it is. You're probably right. I actually think the voice casting is really good. Eddie Murphy's a good choice, I oh, think, he's, for Fui. Yeah, he's very funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can do voices. like yeah. So. And I think he could even come really close to the original Hong Kong Fui's voice True. in the cartoon. Robert Rodriguez's sequel to his and Frank Miller's 2005 Sin City. All right. Looks like it's finally getting ready to hit the big screen. Getting excited. Rodriguez announced, quote, Frank has written a script for Sin City 2. It could shoot as early as later this year. Though the film will feature the title A Dame to Kill For cool. and will adapt that original Frank Miller story, it will also feature two all-new stories set in the Sin City universe. The title oh. for one of them was revealed for the first time as The Long Bad Night. At this point, it is unknown which actors might return for the sequel, though the Dame to Kill For story again features Marv, who was played by Mickey Rourke, mm. and Nancy, who was played by Jessica Alba. So those characters that would be prominent really cool. again. Yeah. I was blown away. I had no concept of that when I walked that, into it. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was really cool. That was really well I thought done. it was well done, especially stylistically. It felt a little empty, and I think that's because it's a direct translation. Yeah, it was it's word, it was for word, word for word, shot pit, for shot. shot. And comic books don't directly translate over to the screen. You have it, to use it, them as just yeah. a storyboard and make modifications. Yeah, it was, it was great, but yeah, I mean, if you're... A fan of the property, it's like you can take the comic and read it alongside it. Like, yeah, it's hey, creepy. Yeah. The people have done videos on YouTube where they show the video from the movie and like shot for like not. Hey, Watchmen was even a little a little bit, but they right. this is like completely you know shot for shot. And obviously Frank Miller, who wrote the comic, was directly involved. See, I think Watchmen was smarter about it because they fleshed out yeah the in between instead of just doing the exact. Right. And the thing with Sin City, it's all short stories, so they can do it in the time mm-hmm. totally. Cool. Yeah, I'd be happy to see another. Why not? It's been a long time coming. So. Yeah. Staying with Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Rodriguez has secured the rights to heavy metal and plans to develop the property at his newly created Quick Draw Studios. That's the girl, right? It's uh, actually a magazine that in- had a bunch of like, what, oh, sci-fi, like, anime, like short they stories they and were, stuff. Oh. It was like an animated I remember the cover cur- of one there of was, them being like a girl yep, in like a really yeah, yep, skimpy yep. outfit with big guns and there stuff. There was yeah. a uh, Japanese animated cartoon yeah. heavy metal, oh. I believe. Uh, he'll team with the magazine's owner and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles creator Kevin Eastman for the anthology film, but also wants fan input, and he explains that input here. Hi, this is Robert Rodriguez. Hi. I recently acquired the rights to Heavy Metal to make a large-scale media project in an animated film. I've always been a fan of Heavy Metal and Heavy Metal magazine. I think one of the ideas that I always believed in was just international artists coming together to show their best work. And when I ask other fans what they think, they all want to work on it. So I thought it would be really cool if everyone got the chance to work on it. So what I'm doing with this website is having you submit ideas for stories, characters, or worlds that we can use in these projects or in the animated film, and uh, in any which way you can put together, written out, drawn, maybe even shot. You know, the more you can do to get the idea across, the better, because I really like to make this a collaborative effort. Some of the stories we're kind of working on already, but I'm leaving a slot open for the audience who's been so good to heavy metal and has always believed in heavy metal and what it could be, I think it'd be great if we all participated together and made this the best version of heavy metal that's ever existed. So, hope you come and join us for heavy metal. The site that Rodriguez mentioned where fans can submit materials is badassdigest.com slash heavy metal. 
I think it's really cool that he's doing like a huge fan collaboration yeah. because heavy metal was such a I just don't know thing how, put together. How does the copyright stuff work? Like if they use that, don't, someone's going to end up like they're probably going to have to sign. There's probably some says, sort of a contract yeah. if they choose to use. I'm saying that that's going to open a whole can of worms if he's just like, yeah, send in your things and we'll put it in the movie. Oh, they're smarter than that. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, they'll have some sort of copyright where they say, oh well, if we use Whatever your stuff, you, you need in, to sign yeah. this thing. Whatever. Yeah. But I think that's really cool to even just see a motion picture put together with ideas from a fan base. And the whole reason Kevin Eastman's involved is because he's he, awesome. No, well, he's married to Julie Strain, who was the cover girl that Mike was talking oh, about. No, okay. Oh, no, okay. The heavy metal magazine. And she voiced the animated character of her in the original. Kevin magazine. Eastman is awesome, yeah. by the way. Creator of the Ninja Shows. He at one point owned the 1989 Tim Burton Batmobile. Did he really? He did. I believe he sold it to someone That's overseas. Crazy. I'd buy it. But at one point, he did own that. I'd drive that around. <laughs> it's not street legal. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. Um, and before we go, that was actually our last regular news story, believe it or not. This is shorter than time. I expected it to be for all, mm. the, all the things we had to go over. But uh, just to go over some release dates for various upcoming movies. G.I. Joe 2 has, uh, or sorry, G.I. Joe 2 Retaliation has announced that it will open on June 29th, 2012. World War Z will open December 21st, 2012. Oh, they're pushing. You know, if the world comes to an end, you won't be able to see it. <laughs> Although, I don't know. There was news stories coming out about that, saying that they're not following the book. Oh, really? You didn't see that? No. no. There was something on Yahoo the other day. There was a lot of fan outcries. That's because- your universe a lot more than mine. Hmm? That's your universe a lot more I know. than mine. Well, I... Anna was after me to read the book. I still yeah. haven't. She should have just given it I to never me knew when that she Max, was here. I didn't know that Max Brooks was the actual son of Mel Brooks. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah, that's interesting. That's pretty crazy. I was a little slow on that part. Well, I'm the, looking forward to seeing that. Zombie movies are fun. Despite the fact that The Amazing Spider-Man has not even opened, mm-hmm. the sequel has been announced for May 2nd, 2014. Dude, mm-hmm. that's less than a two-year term. I don't understand how they're going to do that. Sony is They'll insane. have to start right away. Yeah. That's, in, that's well. They got to use. I mean, <clears throat> the actors are only. Yeah, but I don't know how old he is, but he's never, gonna grow up. You got to yeah. push these never things done out. That. Like that's like let's make money. Ridiculous, but all right. And Marvel Studios has also set release dates for May sixteenth and June twenty seventh of two thousand fourteen, but has not yet revealed which movies they'll be. Hmm, probably Iron Man three. Yeah, and I'm gonna go May four sixteen. Iron That's Man three. My guess as well. Yeah. Some people are speculating like Doctor Strange. No, like no, no, they're gonna stay with the core properties. Yeah, because they now. already said. Uh, um, um, what's his face? Robert Downey Jr. is already like um, looking uh, looking at like sets and stuff with the director. The, yeah, so yeah, um, they're already moving forward. Yeah. So, so and Thor two too. So yeah, those. I, that's my guess. Yep, I think those are solid speculations. That's all I got this week, though. So, final thoughts or something you want to plug, Brian? Uh, you can follow my other podcast, uh, my my podcast, uh, graphically speaking, at graphic speaking on Twitter, and and uh, actually you can find it on the site now at thegeekgeneration.com slash graphically speaking. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to get to all the episodes really quick that way, you there can do you that. go. And it has its own separate channel on iTunes now. Woo! So you can search. Uh, iTunes for graphically speaking. I have submitted to iTunes that they group our stuff by artist. So eventually you'll be able to click the Geek Generation and see this show, graphically speaking, and the movie reviews that we do all within the same artist page. Awesome sauce. Yeah. Any others? Mike? No, I'm good today. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't right. plug in anything. <laughs> uh, if you want to visit <laughs> our site and read about the articles or anything else we have going on there, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com. 
please rate the show and write a review in iTunes. I know we have a lot more listeners now. I'd love to see some of those people write in yeah, people. and uh, rate the show. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on insults. a future episode, you can send those to podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com or at Geek Generation on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. If you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to this show, you can send those to guests at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. So uh, we're one week removed from the big episode 50, which I'm very excited for. Very exciting. So uh, we will see you guys next week. Later. Bye.